Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to episode 34 of the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Beckett, and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, we want to share with you about serving with a servant's heart. So let's look at seven uh, serving principles, excuse me, five serving principles that uh, we want to discuss today and cover. The first one is a servant uses Jesus as the model servant. And so why do you do what you do when you do it? Think about that for a moment, listener. Why do you do what you do when you do it? Who are you doing it for? Who are you serving? What is the design of what you're trying to, to, to accomplish? If we're going to be the people that Christ has called us to be, then we have to model the servant leadership that Jesus gives us. What did Jesus do? He went to the broken. He didn't talk about it. How many times have, have you stood behind your pulpit and talked or taught on it on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night about going out into your community? 
How many times have you said, wouldn't it be great if we reached out and helped someone and then nothing happens? Do you think maybe God is saying that you need to lead by example? Is God saying that maybe you are the one who has chosen to lead this model of servant leadership? I'm very fortunate in my church that they said to me that I could get an outside job, not because I had to, but because I wanted to. I wanted to lead by example through the servant leadership. And so I'm an executive director of a soup kitchen in town. It's gritty. It's not the most glamorous position in the whole world. It has a fancy title, but it helps homeless people, those that are living in poverty in Appalachia. But would Jesus be there? I believe he would. And my friends, I'm not saying that you have to, you know, walk away from what you're doing now to serve your community, but is there a community board? Is there a community club that you can become part of? God is calling you and I to do something more than just sit behind a desk, stand behind a lectern or a pulpit, and teach and preach. God is saying, let's show true servant leadership. Yes, yes. That's not me. I actually park furthest away from the door, brother. Don't try to ding me. Absolutely. Well, that takes us to our second uh, of our five points that we want to talk about today is a servant strives to be great by being the least. Wow. I, I, I remember I went to Ethiopia on a district missions trip uh, when I was a district missions president on the Kentucky district. And I remember I went into some of these churches, dirt floors, uh, you know, pole barns uh, with, with some fabric, plastic. And what I did, what I did for every church that I visited, I washed the pastor's feet towards the end of the service. And in several of them, I had the honor of having one of the district superintendents for those particular districts as I traveled around Ethiopia. And I washed that, uh, the superintendent's feet. And I got to tell you, they were uncomfortable. And as the translator is trying to tell them what I'm doing, they didn't want that. Because here was a guy they were looking up to in the church, bending down in the clay dirt in the suit. And I was wearing a suit to respect their culture. And I wasn't worried about getting my pants dirty, but I wanted to serve like Jesus. I wanted them to know that God loves them, that God appreciates them. And at the end of washing their feet, I would kiss the very top of their feet. Again, another sign of simple humility that I am the least because I want God to be the greatest. What if we did that here in the American church? Now, I'm not saying go wash every church member's feet. If you're called to do that, praise the Lord. But I am saying that God is calling you and I to do something different 
and that's to live like Christ. Dr. Jerry Porter, General Superintendent Emeritus in the Church of the Nazarene, says, you know, to make Christ-like disciples, you have to make disciples who make disciples. But if we're not going out, if we're not leading through love and understanding and of God's grace, we're never going to make a disciple who lives like Jesus outside the four walls of the church. Friends, we got to be a people that moves from Sunday being the Super Bowl to living game after game, day after day, yard after yard out there in the community. One of the reasons Pastor Rob and I are so active in our communities in very different ways is because we are trying to lead by example that the least of these deserves the love of Christ. The least of these deserves a, a hand up, uh, an encouraging word. Why? Because Jesus would do it. Mm. Right. We have to get out of our own comfort zone to become uncomfortable to be Christ in a person's life. Takes us to our third point. A servant is a person who loves others like God. You know, in the great church that we have, the great tradition, uh, we there are some sins that we will speak truth to. Sin of abortion, sin of homosexuality, sin of being uh, living together before marriage, uh, sin of alcohol, sin of smoking. I mean, we could we could call all of these sins out. But if that's how we speak to people, meaning we speak from the sin point instead of the love point, we're never going to win them to Christ. You know, think about your own membership class. How many membership classes do you hold a year? How many people become a member in your church? And then how long are those sessions? I've, I've heard from dear friends in the ministry, they have six, eight, 10 weeks worth of classes, and they drill in them the, 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 the church rules that we call the church manual. And they drill in them the, the spiritual foundation, the physical foundation of what comes from the word of God. But my friends, it means nothing if they don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ in the first place. The one and only question that I care about when someone is becoming a member of, of my local church is, how is your relationship with Jesus? Tell me about it. Tell me, when did you accept him as your Lord and living Savior? When did you begin to live like him and with him on a daily basis? And then I'm going to know by how your outward appearance is, not only here, but also on social media, also in your workplace. It's going to get back. You are not going to be that good 
to hide it. It will come out. What happens in the dark will come out in the light. But many times we get so caught up on the rules of the church that we miss the ruler of the church. And that's having the relationship with that ruler. And so, yes, we could say sin is sin is sin. And I'm going to preach it and I'm going to teach it. But if I cannot love like Christ, I'll never get the opportunity to teach it or to preach it in that person's life. And so sometimes we have to we have to pause and to say, don't speak your mind, but love. Again, hear me now. I am not condoning those sins. Those sins are sins and, and, and are not allowed in the church of God. But shouldn't we love them like Christ? I remember the, the scripture in the story where Jesus goes to the well and he meets a woman. She had prostituted herself all over town, was living with a man who was not her husband. Did Jesus start condemning her and yelling at her? What did he do? He loved her. And then he was able to teach her to where she turned from those sins. My friends, a servant is a person who loves others like Christ.
Well, that's a, that's a powerful reminder to for all of us. The fourth is a servant considers others before self. We got to take uh, ourselves off that throne and put the Savior back on it. And it's not easy at times because we th- always think we know better than someone else. But at the end of the day, God wants us to have a servant's heart. And how do we do that? By saying others before ourselves. Well, it takes us to our fifth and final point of serving with the servant's heart is a servant uses the gifts God has given in order to serve others. It's a sweet reminder that we all don't have the same giftings. You know, if you if you met Rob and I and you just sat down with us, you'd realize within five minutes that we could not be more opposite in a lot of ways. Not only in age, not only in looks, but in attitudes, in outlook on life, etc. But it works. It's the same thing in your own marriage. You usually don't have the, the, the same type of personality. You have different personalities because God has created us in his image. And we have to use the giftings that we have to build God's kingdom. And so for, for some of us, if you're, you know, you may be a builder. I know Rob, he loves to work with his hands. Well, when if Rob said to me, Desmond, go get me the Phillips screwdriver, I literally am looking for Philip to go get that screwdriver. I have no clue, but there are different giftings that each of us have and that God is saying, use the giftings that I place inside of you. Don't be envious of the next church. Don't be envious of the next pastor. Do what I've given you. Allow the giftings inside of you to become the person that you're going to be. Let it impact other lives. I I love it when I look around my church and I see new people that come in. It's not because of me. They're not becoming, they're not coming because I'm the greatest preacher around. They're coming because somebody had a relationship with that person and invited them to come to church. They're using their giftings. My friends, reflect on the giftings that you have. God has given you great giftings. God wants to use you. Are you willing to allow him to use you in a mighty way?
Yeah, one of the giftings that we have here at the, the network is that we have a great Facebook site, and it is at the Rural Revitalization Network Facebook site. We want you to go there. You're going to see on a weekly basis, every Monday, we post an article, either from uh, myself or Pastor Rob, and we just share our heart. And then on Wednesdays, we drop this podcast. We want you to share that, rate, review, subscribe, get that out to other pastors. We want to grow this network, not for our glory, but for God's glory. We believe that God is doing some great things through you, uh, the listener, and those that are interacting with our Facebook page. And then also, we we do little videos, and we just want to encourage you to to in your daily walk. One of the resources that we recently put together that has been published is called the Revitalizing the Declining Church from Death's Door to Community Growth. Uh, you can look it up at Revitalizing the Declining Church from Death's Doors to Community Growth. That's on Amazon. We want you to get that in your hand. That's uh, 10 churches that are in the midst of being revitalized. Great stories uh, endorsed by seven district superintendents and forward by uh, Dr. Harold Graves, the Nazarene Bible College president. It's a great resource that we have for you. Again, why do we do it? We just want to serve with the servant's heart. So the five things that we covered today is a servant uses Jesus as the model servant. Number two, a servant strives to be great by being the least. The number three is a servant is a person who loves others like God. Four, a servant considers others before self. And then the fifth and final of the serving with the servant's heart is a servant uses the gifts God has given in order to serve others. As always, friends, we want to thank you for joining us today on the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. If you are a pastor or a staff person and are in need of coaching and support, let me encourage you to join the network, to go over to our Facebook page at Rural Revitalization Network, or go to our website at rural-revitalization.network. Until next week, friends, from Pastor Rob and myself, remember you are doing better than you realize. Have a terrific week.